and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by La Petite Creme. La Petite Creme diapering lotion shields the skin from irritants 24-7 just by cleaning it. Just by cleaning with it at diaper changing time. And today's episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products for adults and babies. Uh, But we will hear more from our sponsors in a little while. Uh, But you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and head to our sponsor page. And if you need anything, see if you can give them any of your business because they make this podcast possible. And when you're there, you can scroll down and enter your email address and we will send you episodes straight to your inbox every week. And now Diane has our review of the week. And this is the one that you sent me. Did it come to your Instagram? I don't remember. Which one is it? Oh, I don't know. Um, (laughs) But I think it came to your Instagram. I don't know because you sent it to me and you're like, this is a good review. So yeah, if it's a screenshot, it's usually Instagram. Yeah. So she says, sorry, I don't iTunes or I would leave the review there. I love the podcast and that it affirmed what I had planned on doing with my baby and gave me language and tactics to use whenever it felt like everything else had been taken away. Sudden severe preeclampsia delivery at 30 plus six, 30 weeks plus six days. That's early. 50 days in the NICU, seeing an IBCLC and having this podcast gave me back breastfeeding when prioritizing getting out of the NICU almost took it away. The last thing I wanted. I only wish I had heard your episode about oversupply and pumping earlier. I didn't understand that's what I had because everyone focuses in boosting supply. I'm guessing because you sell, you can sell stuff for that. I still struggle to balance my anxiety of having enough now that I pump less. But your real talks always remind me I'm making enough that you don't need to make 2,000 milliliters a day. Thank you. And this is amazing because NICU, as if anybody listened to our NICU episode, um, I mean, it's it's super hard to have a baby in the NICU. And to really focus, like I, it really hit home for me when she was like, you know, it was hard to keep breastfeeding when my focus was just to get out of the NICU. And that's a very true statement. Um, but congratulations to you for making this. and. It's amazing. And then it made me think of like, have we ever done an episode on oversupply? I don't think we have. I think we, we really have. should. I think we've done an episode on oversupply. Have we? Maybe a while ago. We should probably do another one. Yeah, maybe we should because I really find that people don't realize that they have oversupply. I think people are yeah. like, what? I have an right. oversupply? It's like, yeah. Yeah. You have an oversupply. Like, oh, I thought it was supposed to just be like dripping in everywhere and, and I'm supposed to like. And- pump like six ounces every time I pump. Like, no, that's an oversupply. Right. So yes, yeah, so maybe we should do that at some point. Just, you know, to kind sure. of like put it all into perspective what an oversupply actually is. Oh yeah. We have oversupply. Oh, we do. Okay. From, well, what was this? Oh, well, no, 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 no. That's not what that is. Oversupply, <laughs> but it was episode 40. So. Oh God. Where are we was, now? <laughs> we're like. I 200 something. Oh. <laughs> all right. Maybe we'll do it again. <laughs> I always when people so when, when people email and they're asking about like a, do we have an episode on this topic or whatever and I look back and we do like I'll send it to them but if it's like episode like 20 or something I'm always like oh god I like I, I wonder what we said <laughs> I don't know, you know what it just seems like a long time ago I know so, yeah I don't so maybe trust we'll like it. things that I know I hear things I said a few years ago and I'm like no no, no I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> we've all grown we'll do a, with this experience yeah, everybody we'll do a new we'll do a new one 
Yeah, we'll totally do a new one. So thank you so much for sending that. Like I said, she didn't, she doesn't iTunes. So um, sent that to Abby through Instagram. If you can put one on iTunes, it's so helpful for us. Um, if you cannot and you still want to send us a review and some, you know, your story or whatever, you can definitely do it through Instagram. You can send it to um, our email at badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. I, so our, our email like has been busy lately. So be patient. I will, I will definitely email you back. I promise. Um, but yeah, don't forget some people like, I love, I love the emails we've gotten where people like are like, Oh, maybe, you know, somebody from your team. It's like team, like it's us. It's, it's yeah. us. Well, and yeah. the email it's Diane. Yeah. Yes. If there's emails that you think I can answer, then just send them to me. Cause I, I mean, I, I try to answer for some reason. I, I don't understand. I would love to know how people get my email because so many emails come to the badass breastfeeder email too. But I don't know where that, how people know about that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Either I'm not way, we get it a secret really, but no. <laughs> yeah. so we get them wherever you send them. You send them out there somewhere in the world. We get them. Yeah. So, so it's totally, and we thank you so much for it. So we are going to talk about weaning an infant today. And yeah. one and of people the, are probably like, why in the world would these two people be talking about weaning an infant? Right. Why would a lactation consultant and breastfeeding advocate talk about weaning an infant? Because yeah. weaning an infant is a real thing that happens every day. And it is really important to talk to a lactation consultant when you are weaning an infant or any weaning anything. I know. Well, I think people anything, think that you're not supposed to. <laughs> they can't help you wean from all kinds of things. But no, I can't help with breastfeeding. You know, yeah, that I can help with. Um, yeah, people think that you shouldn't contact a like. I mean, people even do this. They start their messages off with like, "Oh, I don't know if it's okay to ask this question. It's about weaning. I don't know if you, you know." And I'm like, but that's part of breastfeeding. Weaning mm-hmm. is like part of it, and it's a very involved process too. You can't just like stop. And I, I had, I did have somebody recently who um, was struggling so much with breastfeeding and, you know, despite how much support I was trying to give her, just did not have overall support all the way around with her struggles um, and was told just like to stop cold turkey, like by her medical professional. And I'm like, you can't do that. Like, I'm not trying to make this more difficult for you. And that's, I'm always afraid that people are going to think that I'm just trying to like make them draw it out longer. And it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to make this difficult process. Cause usually if you're weaning an infant, there's something going on, right? There's, it's not just like, ah, all right, we've gone far enough. Let's yeah, go. There's usually done. a reason why mm-hmm. you're weaning an infant. Right. And that is like, you're, there's a lot you're struggling with. So it's not like I'm trying to like, make it go further for you. There are things that you just can't do it cold turkey. It, you just can't. And we're going to talk about why. But my first question um, that maybe there's no answer to is like, what would we consider an infant? Like, what do you think? Oh, I would just say under one. Would you say under one? I would say under one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, but then of course, if you're weaning a two month old, Versus a 10-month-old, I mean, that's going to look very different. Yeah. So I suppose we need to get into that, too. I mean, I think infancy is technically under one. 
So I would say but, for the purpose of this podcast, because once you get into like solid foods and, you know, like you said, like right. 10 months, 11 months, like you're, you're definitely breath, breastfeeding a little bit less anyway, or yeah. it started to naturally kind of come down off of that. But if it's like, this is the only thing your baby is doing, right. so I would say anything up to like five months Yeah, for the, yeah. for like this, because yeah. I mean... You have to, and now you have a whole thing now with, um, with trying to find formula. So now like that was another thing, like this mom that was, that I was just kind of referring to, then she was just like, this is crazy with this formula. Like you can't find any formula. It's really hard to find formula right now. And that is a real thing that's going on is there's just a shortage of formula. So you really have to kind of think about what we're, what we're going to feed our baby when you wean. Well, that's, yeah, right. Because when you're, yeah, if you're weaning a toddler, you don't think about or don't have to think about replacing the, the breast milk. They just go on to continue to eat right, solid just to foods eat. or whatever. Yeah. But if you're, yeah, if you're weaning an infant, that infant that is solely drinking breast milk, they're, you can't just start feeding them like Cheerios. <laughs> you know, you have to, they have to have breast milk or formula. Because mm-hmm. that's what has the the amount the proper amount of nu- the the nutrients that they need in it. Um, solid foods doesn't have that, so you have to replace it. And it can be donor milk or it can be um, formula, but those are the only options. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so whatever the reasoning behind. So, first of all, lactation consultant is super helpful in this area. Really, mm-hmm. I promise you. Because there's a lot that goes into this weaning process. It's not just like, okay, we're just going to, it's just not working for us. We're just going to stop breastfeeding. There is a lot that goes into this process. You, I mean, you probably could do that, but it really is not healthy for anybody. So doing it the right way and feeling okay about it, I think is really important. Um, The earlier you wean, I think the more involved it's probably going to be because you have a full milk supply the majority of the time, you know, you've, you've got a full milk supply um, or somewhat of a milk supply that we're needing to dry up. And I like doing my little air quotes that nobody can see. So, and that like takes a little time, right? It takes a little time for that to happen. You don't dry up overnight. And that was one of the things like that this mom that I've been in touch with over the last couple of weeks, because she was like, my boobs still hurt. Like, when is that going to go away? And it's like, well, you've had, you know, it's been several months of breastfeeding and you've, this isn't your first baby and your body just, you know, it's going to take a little time for things to kind of wrap up. So even though in your mind you might be done, your body is not quite done yet. Yeah. Your body's not going to understand that. Milk supply wise and hormonally too. Yeah. Yeah. And the hormone thing is really, that's the bigger thing that I always worry about. So we know that breastfeeding is a very hormonal process. We know that there's a lot of hormones involved in in breastfeeding. And if you, if and when you wean, if it's early in the game, like your baby has been breastfeeding quite a bit, you know, you're breastfeeding every feeding or the majority of feedings, um, your body is just going to expect this, right? Like it's just expecting this. And then all of a sudden you take that away and -hmm. your body's like, what's happening here? Where's our baby? You know, it really just doesn't know. And that hormonal surge, that hormonal drop, I should say, can be pretty drastic. So, I mean, and I've had people that the baby was like a year or long or older and only breastfeeding like once or twice a day and felt a lot of that hormonal surge and almost went into like a postpartum depression type of feeling with the weaning. 
Yeah, now that's an episode we have is the yes. post weaning depression. We do have a which is a depression. good episode to listen to if you're going to be having to wean early or weaning at all is just um, to know what to expect. Right, absolutely, because it it is. So I I would think, you know, if if you're weaning a baby that you breastfeed several times a day, that's going to be a harder transition than if you're just you know on psychologically. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but that's just kind of in my head how that how that would be. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so the things that you need to, to do or to start doing is to cut back. Like you can't just like stop and just be like, all right, we're done today. We're done. Like no more breastfeeding, cutting them off. That's it. Like, I mean, you can do that, but you're still going to have to pump or something because you can't just leave that alone in the breast. Your breasts are going to get super full. They're going to be hard. They're going to be painful. You're risking mastitis. You're risking, you know, discomfort. Um, We definitely want, you need to get that milk out. Not to the point where you're encouraging more milk supply, Mm -hmm. but to the point where you're comfortable so that your body can start drying up that milk supply. So you you can't just hang up, throw your pump away, stop nursing the baby and just think that everything's going to be done. And tomorrow morning, you're going to wake up and you're going to feel totally normal because that's not how it works. Your body is still going to be making that milk. So you need to really kind of cut it back just a little bit. Start slowly, you know, cutting it back. Um, if you are nursing your baby and you want to wean, then we're going to start, you know, replacing some of those nursing sessions with bottles so that we can kind of like start weaning back. And start to take that away a little bit. Um, if you are only pumping, then we're going to start taking, you know, start cutting back on some of that pumping. And when we cut back on the pumping, it's not like, okay, we're just going to like go down to one pumping session a day and that's it. No, we have to like take a few, you know, we're going to cut back if you're pumping 20 minutes a day or 20 minutes per session, then we're going to cut that back to 15 minutes. Then we're going to cut it back to 10, you know, um, until we can take a session away. It's definitely a process and it might take a few days to a week, really. I mean, it's going to, or even, you know, longer than that, depending on your situation. Um, It's a process that we can't overlook if we want to do it safely. Yeah. I remember when Maya, I was, well, I I don't, I just said, I remember. (laughs) I don't remember. I was three months old, but my mom, (laughs) my my mom started breastfeeding me. And then she said that at three months old, the doctor said like, okay, you can stop now and give formula. And, you know, she didn't know right. anything. So she just Neither did. Neither did the doctor. No, clearly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, uh, she said to me, I feel like I told the story before. She goes, yeah. And he told me to wean and you just didn't want to stop. <laughs> it was just like all just like, oh, my God, making this big sarcastic comment about how uh, how just I wouldn't let go when I was three months old. You're so difficult. I know. So difficult. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, the baby's not always, you know, the baby's going to know that there's changes too and might not take to this change very well either. Or, or I shouldn't say very well, but. But this is the only thing the baby knows. You're, you're their person. Like see, right. this is the only thing the baby knows. And that is, you know, that's a, big deal to them. That's a big change for them. So no, they might not take it easily. It might be, it's going to be a transition, not just for you, but for the baby as well. And I think we don't really consider that. It's like, ah, the baby's still being fed, but we know that the the baby's baby's breastfeed for many, many, many reasons, not just for food. You're only taking one of those reasons away. 
Right. Right. Exactly. You're replacing only one, only thinking about one. Right. And, um, no, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I got a puppy yesterday. <laughs> I'm just going to tell everybody I got a puppy yesterday. So it's kind of like I had a baby yesterday <laughs> because I got the same amount of sleep and yeah. <laughs> I've done the same amount of monitoring of this thing in my house. And um, he's adorable. We should put a picture on the website. Oh, we should. Yes. Yeah. His name is Jesse. He's named after Jesse Pinkman. I told, um, so, you know, I showed it to my kids and stuff and I showed, I had to show the picture to my dogs who they oh. thought he was very cute. But um, <laughs> they, I told my son, I go, um, cause we were actually, when you sent that text, we were in Verizon, which is a whole different story that I don't even want to get into, but we were, um, and I go, his name's Jesse. Cause she's a big, I mean, he's a big, um, Breaking Bad fan, which my son is too. Yeah. And he goes, does she watch Better Call Saul? Does she know the new season's out? I'm like, I'm sure she's all over yes, it. It's I fine. do. Tell him that I'm up to date. And yes, I'm watching all of that. All right. So should we take a... Oh, yeah, I guess we. I did remember what I was going to say. And I'll oh, say good. it after, okay. <laughs> after we, we take anything? another break from our conversation for our wonderful sponsors. Oh, we'll we have right a new back. one. Yes, we do have a new one, La Petite Creme. And this is really interesting because I was learning some things while I was, you know, working on this um, ad copy with them. So, um, yes, La Petite Creme is a, is a company that makes um, a diaper um, cream. And s- did you know that French moms don't use baby wipes? That's amazing. I did not know that. I didn't so, either. Yes. Yeah. Even for number two, they use an oil-based lotion that cleans and disinfects like a wipe, but also leaves a thin protective layer behind so that the next pee or poo is not in direct contact with the skin. Humidity, friction, and contact with acidic waste are the main causes of diaper rash in infants. La Petite Creme Diapering Lotion shields the skin from these triggers 24-7 just by cleaning with it at diaper changing time. Here is your key to a healthy bum, protecting while you clean. And it's easy to use. Simply apply on a disposable pad or a washcloth and wipe away. Voila. No mess, no cry, no bulky gear. Your baby's bum will thank you for it. La Petite Creme diaper care line is handmade in Florida by founders Cecile and Fanny. Certified USDA organic and contains only six ingredients you can pronounce. (laughs) Head to La Petite Creme. That's L-A-P-E-T-I-T-E-C-R-E-M-E and use code BADASS for 20% off your order. Did y'all get that when I spelled that out? (laughs) I spelled it out like everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, I totally got that. But La Petite Creme, I think you can get it. Code BADASS will get you 20% off of your first order. Um, and our episode, this episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoo, conditioners, and styling care products that are uh, produced in California. The Tahitian collection includes the Island Bliss shampoo and Luscious Island conditioner, Protective Protein Mist, which I love. And Tahitian hair oil. These are all formulated with oils such as coconut oil, linseed oil, jojoba oil, mangango oil, and argan oil. 
These oils provide extra moisturizing to control frizz, prevent breakage, and restore dry and brittle strands, leaving your hair luscious, shiny, and soft. All of Original Sprouts products are paraben and phthalate-free, safe for everyone, vegan and cruelty-free as well. They are not just for babies anymore. Check out the entire line at Original Sprout. Dot com and use code BADASS for 25% off of your order. Uh, and our sponsors and their promo codes and the direct links, in case you don't get all my spelling, is at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com in our show notes under this episode. Um, and also at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you will find um, further information that we talk about in this episode. You will find our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane, who can help you with weaning if that is something you need to do. Absolutely. And what I was going to say before I got sidetracked with my new puppy (laughs) was that, so we were talking about like, you know, how, you know, just cold turkey, like, yeah, you can stop. But this is, people don't realize that, that weaning is a process. And people will say, oh, you just need, you need to wean. Okay, for in order to do this, you need to wean. And to do that, you need to wean. Or you're going to be doing this and you need to wean. It's like, hold on a second. People say just wean as if it's like as quick to do as it is to say. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my God, people don't understand how involved this is. It really is. We just say it. People don't know. We just don't know. We don't know anything about breastfeeding. We don't know anything about all of this. And people just say it like just wean, and and people will like, you know, people who contact me and ask about weaning. I'll always ask a couple questions. Like, are you, you know, not to like try to talk people out of it, but sometimes people will be like, yeah, well, I have to go on this medication, and they said I have to wean, and then I'm like, okay. So let me just give you some information. If you need information about weaning after what I tell you, we'll proceed with that conversation. But did you know that you actually don't have to wean by taking that medication? You know, and they'll be like, oh my God, I didn't know that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever other reasons. Um, and so, uh, yeah, there's so much inform- misinformation about breastfeeding, obviously. And there's so much information misinformation about weaning. So much, so much. And I, I mean, and I have had situations, so I've had like a, you know, uh, definitely a bunch of different situations when it comes to weaning that people have asked about. And I remember one where, you know, sometimes it is like, sometimes it is a medication thing, not like a, oh, you need to take this or you need to have this surgery. So yeah, you better wean. But I've had some situations where it was a, a an actual health issue that right. mom has had their whole, like for, you know, years or whatever. The one that's popping into my head was um, multiple sclerosis. and the, you know, the mom was on this medication, has to go off it during pregnancy, can only stay off it for so long before symptoms start coming back and needed to go back on it. And I remember, so she was breastfeeding for, you know, for several months, but then was like, all right, I need to go back on this medication. And I did look it up for her and we did talk about it. And I'm like, actually it's, it looks, you know, it's fine. And she's like, but I'm not comfortable with that. Right. That's the thing is that some people, even when you tell them like, this is okay, people are just not comfortable with it. And it really, it's like, okay, okay. Like I totally get that, you know, like I totally get that. Um, 
and we'll work with it. So sometimes it, it is things that are out of kind of out of your control, you know, like yeah, yeah, this, yeah. it's not always this perfect situation where you have this perfectly breastfeeding baby and you're just kind of going along and then you're just like, okay, time to wean or whatever. Like sometimes right. there's really things in your life that are, are making it difficult to continue breastfeeding. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah. And sometimes those are just emotional or psychological. Yeah. And, like, and we don't want to make it harder for you. No, like it, no one's trying to do that. If you need information on how to wean, this is where you go. Right. You, you have Your to talk to somebody. Controls. I need to do this. I need help figuring this out. Um, the, uh, honestly, though, the thing that I worry about the most, I know everybody's like, oh, I don't want to get mastitis. I don't want to like, you know, be yeah. full and, and end up with mastitis. But honestly, like my bigger concern is, is the psychological piece of it. Um, I mean, having a baby is hard. Postpartum is hard. You know, we have sometimes we have anxiety going into the pregnancy. We have anxiety going into, you know, into parenthood. Weaning will exacerbate that just psychologically, just because the changes are so dramatic at times. And this, this is something that most like medical professionals aren't going to talk to you about this because they don't realize it's a thing. So this is really huge. And I always make sure that I'm like, okay, you know, if, if it's somebody that I know well, like this mom that I've been kind of referring back to, uh, I know, you know, how she handles her anxiety. So I I'm was very happy that she already had herself set up for that, that she, you know, already had that in place. But that that's a really important piece of it. You need to work out, you need to work it out. And all of a sudden, like, you know, you start feeling not so psychologically more anxious, more depressed, more, you know, and you're weaning like that is, it's connected. Did you, have you ever seen that? So I've asked you this before that show Succession. Oh, I have not, but I remember you oh asking my, about it. Yeah, It's so good. It's just this, it's like this billionaire family and the guy's getting old and he's trying to pick like who, which one of his kids is going to take over the business. And they're all, they're all just horrible, horrible people. <laughs> And, you know, horrible rich people that stab each other in the back every minute, every, you know, minute of the day they get a chance and then they're friends again and they stab each other in the back and it's over and over. There's like so much. It's so good. Um, but there was this one of the daughters, the daughter is married to this guy who she like has zero respect for. And she just kind of treats him like that. He really wants to be a part of this family because this family is super, you know, rich and famous. And um, so but she treats him like garbage. and. He said something that I always think of when I think of weaning. Um, it was amazing. He was like, because he was talking about, they were talking about breaking up and she doesn't want to, the marriage to end because she's got someone there to kind of, you know, just mistreat, I guess. Yeah. Um, and he's talking about getting divorced and he goes, and, you know, I think she says something like, do you really want to do that or whatever or something? And he goes, I wonder if the sadness I would feel without you would be less than the sadness I feel with you. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a great question to ask yourself when you're going to wean, you know? Right. Like, or any kind of ending anything. It's like, what do you know? I'm, I'm miserable with this now. If I stop, would I be more or less miserable? And, and I, yeah, <laughs> that's a great point. I know. I know. I loved it. It was like, oh my God, that's such a great quote. That is like, especially in those situations where you have parents who are really struggling with breastfeeding, you know, yeah. and you're really, you're just struggling to hold it together. You're just like, you're right. just, you're having a hard time, whatever it is, whether it be pain or milk supply or just support. And you're really, really, really struggling. And you really like, that's a great question to ask yourself. Like you think you're going to just feel better if you just stop. 
you know, so you'd be like, oh, well, you know, like, let's just stop. And it's like, it's, that might, that's going to solve one problem. But I mean, yeah. So, yeah. So there's all kinds of reasons why people stop, right? Mm-hmm. And wean. And um, so. And you're not people, a horrible person if you Oh, if God, you want no. to wean, you Even know, if you just, yeah, it's like, cause I think we talk about weaning sometimes when we talk about like, oh, you're being forced to wean, you're on some medication where you absolutely can't breastfeed, you know, cause there are like a handful of them. Um, or something's happened where, you know, but you don't always have to be forced to wean. Like if you really, you know, you can also just want to. Right. And that's you don't okay. have to be forced into it. It's fine. You're not like less badass. I was like, trying to know. find some reason to wean when my kids were little. <laughs> well, with my first, especially the twins, I was, you know, I don't know. I was just kind of going through life like a zombie when I had them, I think. But yeah. with my first son, like, oh, my God, I just wanted a reason to wean. Like in the first yeah. couple of months, I freaking hated it. I hated breastfeeding. Yeah. But I was it's just not-, not happy overall anyway. So it's like it was a whole thing. But it was not. It It's hard. Like it's it's a very it, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, this to, is all to, hard. Yeah. And you feel all over the map and it's, that's, that's a normal way to feel during this, you know, having a new baby. Yeah. I mean, it's just, so we're ugh. cutting, yeah. So we're cutting down, so we're cutting down the, the, the feedings and pumping so that we don't get mastitis, but not pumping too much to encourage milk supply. Right. So the way um, it works yeah. is, I, I don't mean to, I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. That's up. No, you don't. Go but ahead. The, so the way your body works is if we, if you are using that milk, which means you're latching the baby or you're pumping and you're emptying the breasts, you are telling your body up oh, the baby's feeding. Let's make more milk. Let's make more milk. So it is that stimulation that is giving you more milk that is telling your body, let's make more. So in order for, we, for us to stop that process, we need to obviously cut back on nursing or pumping. So if you are leaving milk in the breast, so if you pump just until you're comfortable, like if you're feeling really full and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so uncomfortable, you have to just express a little bit to just stay comfortable and tell your body like, okay, the breast is still full. We don't need any more milk right now. Don't get scared and go, oh my gosh, I have to pump all this milk out because I'm going to get mastitis. Just because that'll just keep the milk coming. If you do that, so just pump enough to be comfortable and that will just kind of help things to dry up the process. And then there's some meds you can take too, if you want to, which is, you can do like Benadryl, you know, stuff like that, which then of course, then you're like a sleeping, you know, (laughs) yeah, it doesn't help. But You always hear about like cabbage leaves, do all the things that they say will dry up your milk supply. And you right. can do you can do a little experiment for us. You could be like, okay, I heard that like peppermint dries up supply. So then you can try it, and you know, and if it, you know, if you feel like it does, then you can be like, oh, Abby and Diane, like I did an experiment, you know, and it worked or it didn't work or you know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you also make it have about, to remember it all like, about us. I know, I know, it's all about us in the end. Um, you have to remember too that this is different for everybody. So we're I'm not putting out like these hard you know, fast rules about weaning. If you are a first time mom, you're probably going to have less milk than your third time mom who has been breastfeeding. Like it just, so that person might take a little bit longer than, you know, your first, it's just, it's a very individualized process. It really is. It's very individualized. So you need to kind of like 
be patient with yourself and be patient with the process and really and be patient with your baby too. We need to remember that this is all they know. And this is, you know, this is your take, you know, this is something that's being taken away from them too. So they need, obviously you're going to still feed them. Like we know that. Right. And, but like we said, that's the one thing that's, you know, that they're getting back from out of this. But what about all the other stuff that they get from breastfeeding? They still need to have that. So you still need to do a lot of connection with them, a lot of, um, you know, lots of skin to skin still, lots of like, I had a mom one time who really struggled a lot with breastfeeding with her first. She was just like, it was a horrible process for her and ended up weaning. And um, she told me once that the, she did things like baby massage to help her feel connected, you know, to help her feel like she was still bonding with her baby because there's, you know, we want to make sure that you're still replacing those things because that's important too. Get a baby carrier. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You if you don't already have one. I mean, do that anyway. But yeah, mm-hmm. you can spend a lot of time in there. And yeah, having lots of little calming moments together. Yeah. And I know sometimes people wean just so that they can have help. You know, just so that somebody else can feed, just so that they can sleep longer. Um I mean, is this a question of weaning or is this a question of boundaries or is this a question of just kind of like implementing different things? Because we can, it doesn't have to be just, you know, oh my gosh, I've just, I'm up in the middle of the night for every feeding. This is too much for me. I'm too overwhelmed. I need some help. I'm just going to wean. I can't do it anymore. Like, do we really want to completely wean or do we want to add like breastfeed some of the time and bottle feed some of the time? Like there's a lot of different things that can happen depending on what your situation is and how you're feeling. Yeah, that's interesting because people that, people that work, I don't know how would this work for like a, a, a younger, you know, like a younger infant, two, three months old where you're um, just maintaining like a, well, I guess because that's what people go to work. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you work, you nurse when you're at home, but then you're pumping during the day to maintain supply. Only if you want to breastfeed. Like, so if, if you you're keep giving them breast yeah, milk, yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah, it just depends. Um, so you can do, you know, even just a little bit of breast milk is yeah, just a good little to bit mix in good. there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. And I tell people that all the time. It doesn't matter, like, it doesn't matter if it's just a little bit. That's good. It's still good for the yeah. baby, it's still important for them. I mean, it's just a really, I mean, you can't go wrong, even if it's just a small amount. And some people do feel like, oh, is it even worth it? I'm only, you know, who knows what they're getting? Maybe it's only an ounce. Is it even worth it? It's like, absolutely, it's worth it. They're getting so much. They're getting so much from it, whether it's an ounce, you know, that you're pumping or whether they're going to the breast and they're only think, oh, I don't even think the baby's getting anything. It's like, that's not what it's about sometimes too, you know? Yeah. And like, you might be, you might need to well first of all if if you like need to wean because of like you know certain situations this might not work but if there's a situation where you know you want to wean but like nursing for that one nap at that certain time of day is really helpful so just do that Mm -hmm. you know you can keep that one absolutely or just throw it all away we're we support that too yeah, absolutely. Like the only thing we do not support is like somebody telling you just quit cold turkey. 
Yeah. Just shut it off, cold turkey. It's like your body doesn't know how to do that. Well, yeah. And you hear a lot of things like people will be like, just, you know, like put band-aids on your boobs and tell the baby that your boobs are broken. Or put the pepper, like pepper, like what is it? Oh, like like hot sauce or something on your breasts. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. That seems kind of rude. But the (laughs) band-aid thing is more for like toddlers, which I know people have done because they can actually understand it like a little baby can't understand. Right. They just need to have whatever that is replaced. Yeah. You know, that's so much more. Just really remember that babies breastfeed for lots of other reasons other than food. And I know we say that all the time, but it's so true. Yeah. And it's a transition. Like you can, you know, it might, it'll be, it'll be, it might be rough. It might be, you might be, it's like getting started or, or anything like that. Like it might seem like it's not working or you can't do it or, you know, you don't know what to do, but it's just a transition. You will, you will get to the other side and you will get to the place that, that you want to be. That's what I keep telling myself with this puppy. <laughs> I'm like, this is temporary. This is temporary. Like we will figure this out. Oh yeah, for sure. And and then I come across people all the time who are like, you know what? My milk supply is kind of like dried up. It's not really, we're not doing anything. Um, baby's not latching that much anymore. Now that we've got, you know, I've gone back to work. Are you getting bottles all the time? It's really not latching that much. And, don't, and that's like, that's fine. But we still need to replace that bonding piece. We still need to replace that connection. You know, those things are still important. If it, maybe it was a super easy transition for you to stop breastfeeding as far as like your milk drying up. For some people, that does happen very easily, but for some people, it doesn't. So like I said, it's very different for everybody, but we still need to remember that this baby, they breastfed for way more reasons than just food. So that yeah. that connection is something that's super important for you to continue on with, it, to find a way to keep continuing on with that connection with them. And it's just, and the psychological piece of it, like we want to make sure that you're feeling okay um, even though it was your decision to do this and even though you're fine with doing it and even though you knew it was time for you, psychologically, it still might be like feel you still might feel a little bit of that like postpartum weaning depression that you mm-hmm. weren't expecting yeah. to happen. Um, it's just like, you know, sometimes with with postpartum depression, you know, sometimes you're like, I'm so happy to have my baby. Why am I crying all the time? Why am I unhappy? Why am I, you know, it's like, it can feel like that with weaning. You'd be like, I was ready. I, I know it was ready. I was ready to wean. I was, you know, feeling it. I was fine with it. Why do I feel like this? Um, some people have physical symptoms after weaning, like headaches and um, things like that. And they go, is this from weaning? It's like, it absolutely could be. There's a lot of stuff going on when you wean. Body is amazing. Like it just, it's doing all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about the body, though, is that it is always in a state of like trying to find balance. And so, again, it's a transition. The headaches will go away. Mm-hmm. It's temporary. Your yep. body will adjust. It will it will it will find its balance. Absolutely. I sound like the karate kid. <laughs> Abby watches a lot of TV. No, I don't think you sure do. I do. Oh my god! I, love <laughs> I have it. my shows. Cobra Kai is one of them. Oh, I need a show. I just, I need, I need something in my life. We get so into shows of... at night. That's what we. That's like our favorite thing to do. Put the kids away, and then Put we the spend like away. an hour and a half watching whatever our like binging our favorite shows. Oh, I need something to do. Netflix like and that. chill. Netflix and chill, man. <laughs> so you yeah, so... will someday get there too. Yes, and I, you will. I remember having a little baby. And feeling like I will never have any 
time to myself. I'll never have any, like, I'll never feel like I'm in a routine. I'll never feel like any balance. And, you know, you you will. Again, it's a transition and it's temporary. And you will get through it. We're all going to get through this. And then you can be like me and you can have older kids that you barely see half the time even though they live with you. Oh, no. (laughs) But they take all your money. So you can have that balance, too. Yeah. Great. We have that to look forward to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's lovely. It's a lovely thing. (laughs) But they're happy and they're healthy. Yeah, they are. They are. They're good. Okay. So that's kind of a little bit on weaning. Um, If you are considering weaning, definitely definitely hook up with a lactation consultant to just to kind of talk it through and work it through and make sure that you have somebody comfortable that you can talk about what you're feeling with it. Um, and that's really important. It is. It's yeah. really important. So we're not just saying that. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.